What's going on, everybody? This is AJ Capasso here from Talking with the Source, and I'm with my good friend, Jonathan Keyworth of JK47 Paranormal Investigations. What is up, my friend? What's up, brother? How are we doing today? Well, we were doing good until a second ago when we just went down four pages, I think, because even oh, my shit. own personal profile, I don't know if it says it on yours, but it says it on mine. But no big I deal. With the Source, Parapost, Paraf paralinks yeah, yeah no worries hey it happens but no worries anyway today to it today we have an amazing guest i'm super excited to bring her on um you guys may know her her name is bianca rose she is a medium um and we're gonna dive into some of her abilities we're gonna dive into some of her work and so much more rick thanks What's so up, much rick? how are you and i just want to bring her forward right now so Hey Bianca, how are Hi. you? Good. John, if you want to My change the screen for <laughs> Oh, they were lagging? I don't know if you're lagging or if it's because of the headphones, so I just took that off. Okay. Hey, that's all right, as long as you can hear. You are frozen. I think Come I on. hear. All right, can you hear us? Can you hear us? I do hear you now. Okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> Give me one second. I'm going to see if I can pop the headphones back on. All okay. right. Solar flares. <laughs> That's all, all I'm right. saying. It's all solar, solar flares. <laughs> Need something to blame. Blame the sun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think okay, I'm good now. All right. So, Thanks how good. are you doing? I don't know. Things got weird. Good. How are you? Very well, very well. I'm super excited to have you on. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on today. Um, first thing I wanted to ask you is, um, what gifts do you have? And, um, you know, what do you do for as being a medium? So I call myself an evidential medium um, and channel because I do like them, whoever I'm talking to on the other side, present facts who it is, how they passed away, what's going on in your life, the past, the present, the future. Do you have brothers? Do you have sisters? Do you have children? Specifically their genders, maybe how old they are. Very detailed um, with everything more on the psychic side of things having to do with you know your life here in the living, as well as everything on the other side. Now, what definitely makes me different than other psychic mediums is I'm a channel and I'm like a human Ouija board. It's really interesting. It's really, really different. I haven't met too many people. I know a lot of people are familiar with automatic writing where the person be, you know, taking their time to write things down with a pen or they do like scribbling, but I don't do that. I take my hand, I put my hand down on the surface. Usually I'm leaning on a book and they make my hand move. Like I am a human Ouija board. Like I am the planchette. They take my hand and they write, and at the same time, I am hearing things, I am feeling things, I'm smelling things, 
So I'm incorporating all the different senses as they're using my body to speak through me. Now the difference is it's not like um like trance mediumship kind of where your voice is changing. I'm not scaring the crap out of people. Um, it is in my own voice, but that's the difference I think between maybe me and others. And I do like to say everyone has their own thumbprint. One works a little bit differently. I've personally never met anybody that does what I do. I feel like I'm like the black sheep. Yeah. But it's amazing, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's really cool because I've never actually met anyone either. Um, we've had a bunch of mediums on the show and and then we've never encountered a medium that has said that before. And I, I think that's so cool. I think, you know, everyone has their own way of doing things. And I think that that's so amazing that that works through you that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree, man. I mean, like my spirit box sessions, like I use the basic, most basic spirit box and, you know, the stuff I get is just crazy. You know, we all have our own unique thing and i think that's what spirit recognizes and makes us you know more susceptible to hearing what they have to say so definitely i am the spirit box. <laughs> you uh, you are the spirit box you're right you're absolutely right yeah yeah you are <laughs> there's chris. Hey, chris hey chris how are you when did you um notice that you had these gifts from childhood so i yeah, so I grew up here on Long Island in Patchogue, um, which is kind of smack in the middle of Long Island. And I grew up in this house that was terrifying. Like, my story should probably be on the Travel Channel one day. That's how terrifying it was. That's where it all begins. Um, when I was little, I would talk about, you know, hearing things or seeing things. But since I was a little girl, they would take my hand and they would just kind of start writing. They would either put my hand, like, it's really weird. Like out of nowhere, my hand would start doing like a figure eight or like a circle. And for years, I didn't understand like why my hand would just start doing that randomly. Now here in my thirties, I realize you know, that is someone trying to get my attention. That is spirit trying to get my attention. If I'm just sitting here, my hand just starts doing like little circles or a figure eight usually. I'm like, oh, okay, someone's here. But in that house, um, it was definitely terrifying. This was like poltergeist activity, like bed shaking, light bulbs exp like exploding in your face. They used to take my mom's vegetable knives and hide them on the ledges of all the doorways throughout the house. Um, you would hear disembodied voices of them like calling my name. My sister would even hear it, but she like wanted nothing to do with it. Wow. Um, it was really interesting. And I would talk about all the time about the house next door and how I would see all these dead soldiers and also a woman. So now much later on in life, and in my 30s, the neighbor next door, who I used to live next to growing up, she reaches out to me and she's like, I need you to know, I dug through the library archives and I found out that that house was army barracks, if I'm saying that correctly. What? And, you know, the soldiers would come home from war and they would, you know, I guess go there to get like rehabilitated or maybe it was a place to sleep, live, whatever it may be. But eventually a couple buys his home and they push it together and they turn it into a house. The owner of the house, he goes absolutely mad and insane and murders his wife in the living room. And I used oh. to speak about seeing her as well. Oh, wow. So everyone thought it was mad. Everyone disregarded it as I was a kid, you know? But now, like, that was, to me was mind-blowing. It validated, you know, at least that part of the story. Whatever yeah. was going on in my house, 
I don't know if it has anything to do with that. I did find human remains in the backyard as a kid, like a piece of oh, my phone. And I'm this weird, creepy kid that brings it into the house, shoves it in my coat pocket, and it's just in the guest room closet. Oh, no. Oh. So I don't know what happened there. Also, um, the basement of that house had that raised, like, concrete wall with all the dirt. Who knows mm. what was in that dirt? I have no idea. It would just get worse and worse over the years. Um, I remember even being in the attic at one point, and there were these little tiny doors in my room and my sister's room for us to go in there. My mom kept a small amount of Christmas decorations, and most of it was my Barbie town. And I was playing in there with my Barbies, and I don't know what happened, but I just started like I got fixated on you know those globe light bulbs. I'm just yeah. sitting there staring and staring at the globe light bulb, and it just explodes in my face. I go into complete oh, darkness. Geez. I can't get the door open. So I could tell you countless stories of that home, but that's where it originates. That's where it begins. And then I would start doing the automatic writing on like the fog bathroom mirror. But knowing it's not me, that it's like a little boy that's making me do this writing on the mirror and trying to explain that to my parents. They're like, what? Like, you know, they're just like shooting yeah. me away. Getting yeah. crazy. But I can tell you countless things. And that's where it begins. That's where my story starts. It was terrifying. Um, I could tell you so much more. That sure. place was scary. Does your family still live at that house or is, is the house no. out of? Okay. They sold the home. We moved to Medford. We lived there for many years. Now all my family lives down in Florida. Whoever bought that house from my parents still lives there to this very day. I would love to go and knock on the door and be like, yeah. hey, what's good? How's hey, going? I did it at mine. I did it at mine. My 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 house was my grandmother's house was wild. And I went there like right after we sold about maybe like I don't know a year after. And I there was a bunch of girls that lived there that go to the college right next door and they turned it into like a dorm place for their friends and stuff, the family. So I uh, go there and I'm like, hey, yeah, by the way, I used to do Ouija boards in that garage back there. And yeah, we used to have <laughs> stuff fly off the walls and we used to have uh, full apparitions and yeah, all this stuff. And the girls are just like, yeah, we don't experience none of that. And they just close the door. <laughs> I was like, yeah. holy uh, scared the hell out of them. <laughs> I would love to go and knock and see if they're okay. I haven't though, because I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know if I should. Right? Uh, but I do believe that whatever was there, I made it worse. As you say, Ouija boards. I started to use Ouija boards in that house at a young age. And I started to realize you don't need a Ouija board. You could take a piece of paper and you could write on it and take a quarter. Same thing. Then I realized I don't need the paper. I could just take my hand. Like, and it's all starting to click and come together and make sense, you know, with with my hand doing the thing that it does and the fact that I don't need a Ouija board, I could just do it. Yeah. So I don't know if that made it worse. Uh, it probably did because things got really, really crazy. Now, get this. The spirit that would often talk through the board told itself my protector. Do you guys yeah. hear me good? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it called itself Dubby. The neighbor next door, her name was Debbie. So now in my 30s, I'm like, oh, was it like playing off of it, her name next door? Like, did it just use her name? So recently this year, 
I was like, that doesn't make sense still. I need to look further. I start looking and looking and looking. Do you know a duppy means an evil spirit? And I think it's the Jamaican culture. Oh, geez. I didn't know that. I recently figured that out only a few months ago. And I was like, no way. So maybe it wasn't saying duppy. It was saying duppy, which is an evil spirit. Yeah, that's crazy. Are you, you know, their audience? Do you, you hear the spirit talking or do they just use your hand? So I do communicate in my head as well. It's so much faster to just do this with my hand, but I can talk to them in my head as well. But it's not in a foreign voice. The way you say French fries in your own head, that's what it sounds like. Very rarely do I hear that other type of voice, which I have. And when you do hear that, it's very unsettling and very scary. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. Can we just use my own voice? Um, Especially when it's more of like something creepy and masculine and scary. Because I do work in the paranormal industry as well. Not just connecting to people loved ones. Yes. So yeah, I do. It can be I do. scary, definitely, 100%. Especially as like someone like yourself who is very sensitive that can pick up on these things. You know, you don't want something like that coming home to you, coming home with you from an investigation or from anywhere that you're doing a reading. At, you know what I'm saying? So I totally understand that. But that is totally wild that you found that out about the Jamaican, um, you know, like history there and the, the folklore there about their evil spirits. I wanted to actually ask you in your readings or in your encounters with spirit, have you encountered anything of what we would call demonic spirits or is it normally just negative energy? That is a, like, say, a negative spirit that was, a, excuse my language, but asshole in life. That's an asshole in death. Kind of well, thing. I come across many assholes that were here <laughs> in the living who did yeah. transition, transition to the other side. But when I do get those people who did some horrific things, they still go to the other side. And when they come through to apologize to their daughter or their wife or their son or whoever, they come through and they apologize. And it doesn't justify any of their actions whatsoever but they want to own their shit they're like yes like i did this now i finally see things for what it really was and i need you to know how sorry i am you don't have to accept my apology it's like my apology it doesn't justify anything but they do own their shit so when it comes to assholes who were here in the living they still transition and it's like they're back to that original soul state that they were before the outer circumstances of the world kind of morphed them and changed them to be that piece of shit that they became. Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to darker, malevolent things, I do go into people's homes sometimes not realizing what I'm walking into. And yeah, I do connect to their loved ones, but then I'm looking like down the hallway going, um, there's something else here in your home you do know this right and then we have to go down that entire road and it usually ends up with me having to do a house clearing i do go into people's homes as well and i do house clearance for them it's kind of a mixture of reiki because i am a certified reiki practitioner along with intention and you know using various herbs i literally go to like witchy stores and i'll specifically pick out herbs that are used for like exorcisms um but it's never been an actual demon demon I honestly would probably reach out to somebody very reputable in the industry, like Dave Giuliano or whoever, to kind of step in and take over in that realm. But I have encountered some scary, inhuman things. Maybe, maybe, maybe lower end demons that I'm yeah. capable of going in and handling, but nothing yeah. extremely intense. 
um, I actually did have to help a girl this summer who was dealing with like a low end entity that was literally taking over this little girl's life. She was 11 years old. The parents pulled me into the home to get rid of this entity that was like, and apparently I did my job well. They called me back again to go do a cleansing over at the mother's house, like the grandmother. And so I do encounter those things, but nothing like, nothing like you see in the movies yet. Nothing like to that level where there's yeah. full on possession. Yeah, definitely. See, I, it's so funny because I, I don't know. I, for me, I've done so many investigations where it's like, it's always been just a negative type soul or some, what I would call when you say inhuman, what I think of it as is a thought form that was created by either us over fear or some kind of trauma or over something that this energy ends up warping and becoming conscious itself. And that's this inhuman thing. But demon itself of what we would know of is in the bible i've never ever encountered anything such in my life there's been spirits that are assholes that are like i'm a demon that will come through and tell you this stuff that oh i'm a demon through a spirit box but then once you call them out on it they don't stick with it and they you know go back to just being you know plain idiot that they are but it's you know it's like i've never really encountered that either and i always wondered you know is there that kind of energy out there that is that dark you know so there is, um, when it comes to my clientele, I haven't experienced anything to that level for them. Mm. Um, I do believe darker energies, darker spirits, darker kind of non-human entities, they do gravitate towards families who are struggling with people who have addiction, depression, suicide, anything horrific like that. That's where that kind of pulls in. They love that stuff. They want to feed off that stuff, all that darker stuff. Nothing demon level, so to say. When it comes to my personal life and my childhood, if we go back to that house, that wasn't human. That wasn't an evil spirit. Like I think that was something even more than you've probably ever encountered or most oh, yeah. investigators that I work with in this field have encountered. It goes really deep. Um, whatever was in that house, it followed me into our home in Medford and it got really bad. I could share my story with full honesty. A lot of people who know me know that it's a miracle that I'm alive today and that I stand where I stand and that I do what I do and that I am the person I am today because of whatever that was, I went down a very dark road, many years of very bad choices, living on the streets, doing all sorts of things you can only imagine. Okay. And I do believe, I really, I like my soul knows that it has to do with whatever that was. That thing was attached to me. There was even points in time where I was dealing with, it wasn't sleep paralysis. I'm talking about something pushing you down into the bed. You are fully yeah. awake and you feel it. Like this full on poltergeist. Yeah. I don't even know what you want to call it. Like holding you down in the bed and you could hear it talking and stuff. And you're going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, please let go of me. And then it would even get to be points where I started speaking in Latin. Oh, wow. I can tell you what I was I had saying. That I had that happen to like my, my girlfriend. Yeah. 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 To me, that had to be some sort of demon. Like, what else could do that? Yeah. And that, that followed me from that house to that house. Many, many years of just, I could give you countless stories. But to me, that had to be a demon. Speaking 
in in tongues that's not normal you know no no you're absolutely right you're absolutely right it happened to me at my grandmother's house when my my girlfriend at the time was living with me she we woke up it, it was a progressing thing that happened but it kept attacking her so badly to the point where she would walk in the house and she'd immediately go to sleep and would sleep all the way till the next morning like at three in the afternoon she would just sleep and it, it didn't make any sense it happened for weeks and then all of a sudden i woke up one night and she was literally sitting indian style rocking back and forth looking up at the ceiling with her eyes rolled in the back of her head speaking in tongues or latin or whatever other language it was and i had fallen asleep for literally 40 minutes because i wasn't sleeping at this time with all the activity that was happening and my door that was locked and TV that was on, both were, my door was open and my TV was off. And I had to go get up, turn the light on. And that's when I saw her rocking back and forth, looking up at the ceiling. And I immediately got her out of the house because I knew that whatever it was did not want her there for some reason. And I think that it was a spirit that was jealous. Like it might have been a female type of spirit that was jealous and didn't want to see me with uh, a girlfriend. Because like anytime I had a girlfriend. Yeah, very obsessive because every time I had a girlfriend, I always had this type of issue where it would come between and it would cause kind of chaos, you know? So it was crazy. I know exactly what you mean about that dark stuff. So absolutely. But it could go really dark, especially for somebody like me, because I am literally, it's like a moth to the flame, you know, like I'm this light and they just gravitate. Yeah. Thank God I could stand where I am today and I know how to you know, close the door. And I'm not constantly this revolving yeah. door just letting anything in at any given moment. There is yeah. always that chance that I do bring mm-hmm. things home often and it does affect my children and it affects me. It affects, affects my pets. There's a lot. I'm sure you know. Yeah, there's, there's yeah no, there. but still. No, still and that's, yeah. that's what I was thinking of. Like when, when you were younger living in that house, you know, you, you might have unconsciously opened these portals and you didn't know to, that you had to close them. So, you know, it was kind of open free reign for, for the spirits to come through and do what they did in your home. Definitely, definitely. I know I opened a door as a kid and that I definitely probably brought, I, I totally brought that in because back then I didn't know how to open up properly and I didn't know how to shut it down. I was just like, oh, cool, I could talk to the dead. And yeah. then it's just like, boom, you know, something just crazy comes right in. Um, thank God I am where I am today and that that is over. But it does get weird sometimes. And I do bring stuff from investigations and it affects the kids. It affects me. It yeah. affects the animals. It's it's an endless journey. It really is. It's beautiful. It is. Yeah. But there is danger to it with what I do. Now yeah, what no, danger I was oh, sorry, John, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I've helped families from coast to coast you know, dealing with uh, entities in their homes and and a lot of the stuff that you described, I, I've dealt with as well. I know AJ has too. He's he's helped some families as well. And, you know, in, in, and that's what I do. I, I did it on my own dime. And I think that the intention, you know, you just want to help is, is the biggest part. And it really sets that boundary and it gives those evil things, uh, you know, not the strength that they they would have if you if you didn't have that intention definitely i do believe though that i went through all of that for a reason i do believe that every little thing that i experienced 
leads me up to where I am today. It's mm. like I built this dictionary. So now when I meet all these people from all over the world and I sit down with them and I have to dive into some of the deepest, you know, most intimate things you can think of. Like I could understand suicide, I could understand depression, I could understand abuse, I could understand murder, I could understand everything. It's like you build a dictionary. So I do believe there's a greater purpose behind all of it that I had to go through all of that so I can sit here today and do what I do for not only just the living, but the departed as well. And everything in between. You know, it's funny how you just said that about the understanding um, that you have now. And it's funny that you say that because I always think about the understanding that, you know, I have that has grown through my spiritual journey and how now I can see, you know, I can understand murder. I can understand both sides of an argument. You know, I can look at it from a third person point of view, like even my own life. And it's a curse and a gift too, kind of in a way, because you can like see your faults, you know, and the things you do need to change and you don't want to change them, but you know, you gotta, but, um, yeah, I, I it's like weird since my spiritual journey started, cause I had a near death experience that caused me to have these certain gifts open up for me. And, um, I died 12 times. I was addicted to heroin. Um, and it was from, I believe from a Ouija board that I had when I was 15 and I did a session, something followed me home and literally changed me completely to the point where I was screaming at my grandparents, ready to fight my grandfather to the death. Um, and I was never like that. I hated drugs because my father left my life because of drugs. And, um, you know, I ended up becoming an opiate addict and I was, I suffered with it for many years and, you know, died 12 times. And the last time I had this experience, which led me down this spiritual journey. And now it's so weird having that understanding. So I totally agree with what you're talking about, about now having the understanding and all the stuff that you went through. And it's like the bigger picture you're seeing now compared to what we saw when we were younger, you know, it's crazy. Oh yeah. I think my story goes deep, <laughs> really That's deep. Awesome. Like it really does. One day I should like write a book because it was just so messed up for so long, but it, it led to something so amazing and so beautiful. I do believe that by the way, the whole um, dying and coming back, when you die and come back, it's like as if the other side sees you as one of their own. And it's mm. like it's like a doorway has like been opened. And now you have this capability of being between the living and the departed. And it's so much easier for you to kind of tap in and feel so many things, you know, here in the living and on the other side as well. Um, I do question on my own behalf if that's something that caused me to have this gift. Because when I was a little girl, when I was like five years old in kindergarten, I came home from school in that creepy, horrible house. Um, I was yeah. leaning against the basement door and the door just opens. And I go flying down the stairs, concrete stairs, like old concrete, scary basement. And I didn't wake up for a bit. And I don't know why my mom didn't bring me to the hospital but she brings me upstairs and puts me on the couch and I'm totally unconscious. So I don't know if I died and came back, but she said, when I woke up, I said, don't worry, mommy, the angel caught me. I don't know if it was an angel. I don't know if it was a spirit. I have no idea. This wow. is something I've been like, this story has been with me my whole life since my childhood. It's always been like talked about, yeah. but that could be where it starts. That could be the opening door. I yeah. probably almost died. Yeah. <laughs> It could be that, or it could just be in my blood, in my genes. There's a lot of weird, yeah. weird stuff for women, so. 
Well, you said you have kids. Does any of your kids have experiences too? Like, I know you said they sometimes stuff that comes home and does bother your children, but does one of your children have the gift that you have as well, or a gift, sort of? So, I have twins whom are 11, and I have a five-year-old. Out of my twins, my older daughter, she's always experienced all sorts of things since she was little. Um, a house we used to rent for a decent amount of time, she used to get horrific sleep paralysis in that house. And we did used to hear running up and down the stairs and my dog would grab, like just sit at night in the hallway, just grappling into the darkness. Mm. Yeah. She did some really weird things in that house. Since then, she's had, most of her stuff is clairvoyant. She'll get things yeah. in her sleep. She'll have dreams. She'll know things. She does mm. pick up on things. She is very sensitive. Um, so there was some weird stuff that kind of went up in that house. And I do believe something a little bit more negative was there that was brought there due to, it was a rental and there was a lot of heroin used in that house and yeah. you know, heavy subjects, heavy topics. I was mm -hmm. dealing with my own heavy stuff in that house so that probably attracted something there. But that's where I started noticing things for her. And that's mm -hmm. kind of carried on. And still to this day, she experiences things. My little one, who's five, she physically saw my best friend's father three times as a wow. baby. She's like two years old, calling out his name on multiple occasions, which wow. she can't, she couldn't, there was no way she could do that. She was little. She was just learning how to talk. And she only met him when she was in like a carrier as an infant. So I've noticed her as well. My son has experienced all sorts of things in the current house we're in. So I still rent to this day. I've been renting this house for, I don't know, maybe seven years. Yeah. The house I live in now has a lot. There's a lot going on in my house. Not to the extent of my childhood, but there's a lot. Yeah. I've brought a lot of stuff home. Yeah. There may be something that was there prior to us moving in. Um, plus I collect all sorts of haunted objects that have been sent to me from around the world. I have random remains, human remains. Don't know who they belong to. They were never claimed. Um, I have a whole bunch of items that, you know, came out of haunted old uh, hospitals, like blood flies from like the 1800s, 1600s. Wow. So. Yeah. so there's a lot that I brought into the house. There's a lot going on. There's a lot that's maybe happening. But my son, he likes to talk to things in my basement. And all the kids, like the, the lights turn off on the kids down there all the time. They hear things. They see shadow people down there. Wow. So I like to call my family the Adams family because yeah. we are really interesting. We are really different. There's a lot of stuff going on in my home. We have tons of reptiles, spirits. It, it's a very interesting house to come to. It really is. Hey, that's there's a, awesome. There's a lot going on. Yeah. That's awesome. Going. You know, AJ, real quick, dude. I, I think we got an EVP because I heard it through my speakers. It's between 27 minutes and 28 minutes while she was talking about falling down the stairs. I heard, I heard a spirit say, okay. <laughs> like it came wow. through my speaker, dude. That's why I kept turning around. I was like, what? yeah, but let me ask you a question though. Could it be her background noise? I don't know. It, it sounded like all the other ones that we've caught, though. It's that same okay. voice. All right. so. Yeah, I'll check it out when we get done. So I wouldn't be surprised because I do have things that are constantly with me because of who I am. Yeah. And for the past few months, I've been dealing with some heavy stuff in the home that we're living in now. 
and I don't know where I brought it home. I don't know if it's the person's remains. I have some haunted dolls, whether you guys believe that or not, but you know, it's oh, yeah. all sent to me from various states throughout the United States. You know, the person's remains. There's a lot going on in my home, so I can't pinpoint the heavy energy that we're recently dealing with, but um, I kind of feel like it's like with me all the time, like a spirit attachment. <laughs> Yeah. Things get really crazy. Then it kind of mellows out and then it kicks up again. It's it's been a rough month or so in my house and I'm trying really hard to stay on track and not let it constantly sway me. But nothing yeah, nothing like you know, when I was a kid, but um, yeah. could be something that's with me if you bought an EVP. Who knows? Uh, no, we we've caught in, uh, I I know since we've done this show, we've gotten three of yeah. them that are pretty damn clear and it's always the same voice so i don't you know, know if it's on my end or your end or it, it well, it's always amazing to hear it so john honestly when i asked you when we first hopped on where you were i didn't i wasn't really asking like where you were coming from i know you're in colorado love colorado but the space you're in like where the hell are you like it feels weird um this is my office basically this is where i do my live sessions uh of spirit box uh i do them every tuesday at noon and i help cold cases uh, i talk to the spirits that died in a horrible way try to help them solve their cases and um i've been doing it for about two years so okay because it's weird where you are can you you could validate that, right? Oh yeah, no, I I'm not scared. I I put my bubble on, and they know this is a place that I, I help them. But the thing that that happens is I can feel I can feel all the spirits coming in because they want help moving on, and I only yeah. do it once a week. So this is this is no. Yeah. Tell her what you've been seeing. Tell her what you saw before she signed on. Oh, she's picking up on this. I'm so, telling you, this, so there's a lot, especially behind you, back there. I don't know yeah. what's going on all back there, but tons of energy. So this, this last week, I, I for the last year, I've been working on meditation and opening my third eye and stuff. And this last week, I, I just started, I, I see black orbs, like, like just clear as day. I see, I see them. Um, they'll, they'll, not all the time. Like, they'll just, I'll see it move across the room and then go down into the floor. Or I saw one, you know, uh, while we were backstage talking with AJ, I, I saw one and yeah, yeah so like, went, like right over his head and he like got it. it was so funny. And I'm yeah. like, oh my god, I'm gosh. not surprised. They're always like baseball size, like like it's huge. Like it's not it's not cataract or anything. Like they're they're huge, and I, I see them just go around, and it, it's just amazing to me. But I'm not afraid, you know. I I, I help them, you know, and I I think they they understand that and. You know, I know my spirit guides are with me, which I wanted to ask you is what what is your what's your opinion on on spirit guides? How do how do you think the guides work? So with spirit guides, I do believe, you know, obviously certain loved ones in your life will be your guides. People who have crossed over, our lineage goes deep. You don't know great, 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 great you know, like you don't know that yeah. many people. There's a lot of people in your lineage who are on the other side who you've never met. But I do believe there's other things as well. I mean, that's not my specialty when it comes to that, but we do have guides and stuff. And when I personally started working in this industry, I decided to go into some deep meditations, 
gone into the Akashic Records. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Yeah. Um, okay. I've so always tried to do it. Symptoms. Okay. And what I came across was I've had this um, woman who's like connected to like King Arthur and stuff. Who's the mistress? Red hair. Um, oh. Oh my Gwendolyn. Gosh, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Gwendolyn, her. She has come up so many times in meditations and through the Akashic records and everything. Apparently, she's like this big guide for me. For whatever reason, I have no idea. Yeah. Now, Chris I says ask, uh, Guinevere. Guinevere. Guinevere, yes. Guinevere. I should know that. <laughs> yeah, right? No, hey. It's all good. Um, I wanted to ask you now, what do you do to strengthen your abilities or how can somebody work on their abilities? So a big thing for me is, okay, in the beginning of my business, I wanted to learn how to open up properly and shut down properly. So I hooked up with psychic medium Candace Dalton. She's amazing. She is Los Angeles based. She's from Massachusetts, but now lives in LA with her fiance. And I took her course so I could learn how to open up, shut down properly. And what she does in the beginning is like, you need to reconstruct your foundation. That pretty much consists of me. I stopped eating red meat. I stopped eating pork. I don't eat any meat at all aside from chicken. I started eating really holistic and clean and healthy. I literally like cleaned out my house and like donated anything that was not needed anymore. Like reconstructing your foundation. You need to be so emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally like aligned. You need to be in a good place. You can't just yeah. start diving into the other side. Because if you're not in a good place, what are you going to dive into? You're going to dive into the depths of hell pretty much. You're not going to be connecting yeah. to grandma or your uncle or your best friend's mom, you know? So you yeah. need to reconstruct that. Every day I try to wake up and listen to positive affirmations followed by like a motivational speech. And this is all something you can listen to on Spotify. Yeah. Um, motivational speeches I love is in the Motiversity, I guess it's like a podcast. Yeah. Okay. And then I follow that with usually yoga. So daily practice, really important. Positive affirmations, motivational speech, followed by yoga, eating really clean, very holistic, taking care of you. It is the number one thing if you want to start diving into this realm. Then I do recommend finding somebody like psychic medium Candace Dalton. She's fantastic. She does like a payment plan. You're not jumping thousands of dollars into one of these. I'm sorry. What say her name again? Psychic medium Candace Dalton. Okay, sorry. No, no, I thought you said a different name at first, and I was like, her last name sounded very familiar. So sorry about that. It's fantastic versus, you know, maybe getting a course from one of these very famous people. Yeah, they're yeah. great, but who can afford thousands of dollars to take yeah. this short little course? She offers a payment plan and it's really good. Like she spends a whole week first working on your foundation. Then the whole next week, you're like psychic uh, intuition, then psychic ability, then psychometry, then mediumship. So you're getting down, you know, the, the, I, I recommend this for like beginners, by the way. Um, so you're doing all that every 
weekend, you're meeting on Zoom, you're meeting with other people like you who have these abilities, who want to tap into it, and you start doing, you know, practice readings and this, that, and the third. So that's a great way to go for anybody who's listening to this. Like medium Candace Dalton, she is fantastic for beginners who really want to learn how to open up properly and do things right, even if it's just for your own intuition, okay? Yeah, I, I found I get I get a lot of good communication on on the sessions where before I started I ground myself I go outside and barefoot and you know touch a tree and stuff and just really focus on grounding myself and it, it's so weird I, I get the best responses when I do it and some when I forget I get crappy responses so it's it, I think grounding helps a lot as well. So when it comes to me now here where I stand today. I do not meditate ever, ever. Um, the way I open up, like before, say I'm coming to do a reading on Zoom right now. On my way or whatever, before my reading, on my way to a client's house, I am blasting music the entire way. I vibe music, music you wanna dance to, and I am caffeinating the shit out of myself with a lot of espresso. Music <laughs> and caffeine. That is literally how I raise my vibration because spirits on the other side, they're like much higher vibration versus. Yeah. Us. I thought I saw someone behind me. That was weird. Anyway, um, so higher vibration, coffee. That's how I lift myself up. And then there's a little thing that I do to open up. Um, I ask my spirit guides to clear me of my own personal emotions, feelings, and thoughts so I can connect clearly to the other side. Then I ask Archangel Michael to protect my white light with his white light, my aura with his aura. Then I ask my gatekeeper, say, to only open up the gates fully wide to AJ, to AJ's family and friends on the other side, his spirit guides, and his higher self. Then I ask all of your loved ones, your spirit guides, and your higher self to step forward. And I ask all of you, please step forward today in full love and full light to bring forward evidential information, insight into the past, the present, the future, names, dates, validations, clear, precise messages, one soul at a time. And I'll like say it a few times. I ask them like to please be precise, to bring comfort, to bring closure, to bring answers, to bring whatever it is that is needed today. But most of all, the comfort and confirmation that we do indeed go on and that there is no end. And then I'm like, thank you so much for allowing me to be the bridge today. It is truly an honor and a blessing. And we will begin shortly to wherever I'm driving or however, you know, whatever I'm yeah. doing. If it's more of a show or like a big gig, like where I'm performing on stage and I'm reading multiple people, I'm a little bit more broad with it. And I'm like, for the many souls that will be sitting with me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely. No, that's, that's awesome. exactly what I do too. Yeah. If you ever yeah, watch I mean, one of my sessions, that's how I started out. I, I tell my spirit guides to protect my home, protect me, and only allow uh, the spirit that I wish to communicate with to come through, you know, and, and all the other spirits I help at the end of the session. So, yeah. Yeah, that's now, how I, I do that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Apologies. I just okay. wanted to say before, when you said about the holistic methods that you were talking about, you don't need any red meat, any of that stuff like that. What's funny is my medium said to me, the medium that I work with, um, Samantha, she said to me the reason why one of the reasons why when she was taught from her mentor um is to holistically you know get yourself clean um and all this processed food and all this kind of stuff is 
one, if you think about the meat that we eat comes from, say, a slaughterhouse or from some traumatic way that they hurt these animals. And that energy is something that we're actually getting inside of ourselves when we eat it. And we don't realize that that energy can actually lower our vibration and frequency down. And it's so funny that you say that because it's like, it's so true. Like all the stuff we're putting in, you know, we are our temple and whatever we put in and we're going to get out and you know, we're putting crap in, we're going to get crap out. So you're absolutely right on that. So that's cool. Definitely. Absolutely. And by the way, when it comes to grounding, I don't do that until after work. Like when I'm done with the show or done with the reading or done with an investigation, that's when I ground myself to, oh, come okay. back down, to get back in my body. That's just how I do it. Um, whether it's physically standing outside, you know, touching the ground with my feet, or even something that's eating like root vegetables, things that grow in the ground. That's how I, I do that. Or I'll just like clean the shit out of myself with like sage. Or I buy yeah. sage soap and I'll yep. like sage myself in the shower with sage soap. Now, yeah, that's why I do that. That's awesome. I, yeah, I turn my bubble on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine, yeah, I imagine the the ascending light around me just cleansing me. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, definitely. So, uh, I go ahead, John. I'm gonna let you ask a question because there's too many questions. <laughs> I got so many. Um, so, so when you're doing readings for people, do you uh, like for the people that are watching? Can can you do them remotely like we are now, or do you have yeah. to actually? be there or how much how much no. do you charge for readings or you know tell us about no. about your business at this point in time in life it's a hundred dollars for an hour session for a private reading and it's 65 for a half hour session whether it's zoom like this if it is a zoom session for my clients that are all over the world i record the entire session and i email it to them when they're done so they can keep it if it's an in-person session, I do not have an office. I travel all over Long Island, going from house to house, doing house calls. And when I come to people's homes, I tell them, have your phone ready. Make sure you have enough room on your phone. You're allowed to record the entire session with your phone because I'm not writing anything down. As you know how I work, it's very fast and I'm doing a lot. So I want them to record it, to keep it. For one, it's really intimate. It's really personal. It's something you want to keep or maybe something doesn't click it's going to click later because maybe it didn't even happen yet, you know? So that's yeah. the price now at this point in time in life. Other mediums I work with think I'm crazy and that I should be charging so much more, but I just yeah, can't get myself to do that yet. Um, if I do a house party, I do charge $65 for every 20 minutes. And not every 20 minutes of me being there, but like every single person that's attending the house party gets a 20-minute session. I do tend to go over sometimes by five, maybe even 10 minutes. Because I don't want to cut off whoever I'm talking to. If it's really important, I need to kind of round things up. But it'll be $65 a person for a house party. But that's because I'm in your home for hours on end, channeling soul after soul after soul. And you got to remember, each person that's sitting in front of me, maybe they have like five people I got to talk to. By the time I leave your house, I feel drunk. That is the best. Yeah, drained. Drained. Yeah. It's like, it's like I smoked or I had a few drinks without even dimming it. It's really. I guess because I'm literally allowing souls to step into my being and speak through me. 
Yeah. So that's how that is. It doesn't need to be in person. I do offer phone call readings too, because some people are way old school and they don't know how to like maneuver technology for some of my older clients. So phone call readings, Zoom readings, in person, whatever it may be, house parties, gallery readings, performing, wherever, wherever. I, I'm, I offer it in many ways. I like to alter it to, you know, whatever the client wants, whether it's a whole bunch of people or just, you know, solo. Do you use do you use cards at all, like Oracle decks or or anything? So I was trying to learn the tarot for a while, and I realized what the hell am I doing? I am the tarot, so I stopped doing that. Okay, but at the very end of a reading, I will pull one Oracle card from the deck to see if anything was missed, and if nothing was missed, it's usually like reaffirming things that their people already spoke about. So oh, okay. I'll have one Oracle card, and then I also have this tiny little deck called Mindful Messages. Like literally just like mindful messages. I'll pull one of those as well of something that might be important or just something that we have to kind of reaffirm. But I'll do that at the very end of the reading. Most oh, of it cool. is me just being the voice for the other side and letting them say everything yeah. that needs to be said. That is awesome. Yeah. That is totally awesome. Now, um, I know, John, you asked this earlier. You said, um, you know, do you hear and you answer that you um hear obviously it sounds like your own thoughts and you know it but it's not your own thoughts now what can you say to someone who the best way to describe that to someone who's experiencing it that doesn't understand really what that means is there a simpler way that you could put that for our viewers that are watching that may be able to understand yeah. what that's like so when i come across people who are dealing with the ability of communicating with the other side and really struggling and not realizing what's happening i try to explain to them it's very simple like say you're just doing the dishes and you have random thoughts popping into your head and like you got to realize that's not you that's your loved ones they want to get your attention if you're just randomly doing the dishes or vacuuming and all of a sudden one of your loved ones who passed on just pop into your head it's probably not you it's probably them they want your attention same thing with like numbers on the clock like 11 11 I tell people like, don't Google it, try to look into it. It's, it's spirit trying to get your attention. When you get pulled to the clock at that specific time, they want to be like, hey, we're here. You're not paying attention. You know, yeah. same thing goes for dream visitations. I tell people all the time, it's not a dream. You're not paying attention while you're awake. So your loved ones are coming into your dreams while you're sleeping. You'd be like, hello, I'm here. Talk to me. Um, same thing with like being in the shower. Your, your eyes are shut because you're showering. And you just see random people like the person kind of pops up and you have no idea who that is just like maybe like a quick silhouette maybe like kind of shadowy maybe you could see their features yeah. i'm like you're seeing yeah. people it's it's so much simpler and so much more subtle than people really realize i know everyone works so much differently but it's very simple and very easy i know i'm, I'm a different specimen and i'm weird and i'm like a human ouija board but for others they don't have to be like that to communicate with the other side it is very simple when you get those random little thoughts that just kind of bubble into your brain it's very natural it's just kind of like a code it's like hello i'm here you know it's not like booming screaming it's like peekaboo you know it's it's so easy and so simple and a lot of people dismiss it and they try to justify things and i don't think that's the case i think there's so much out there that's going on and people should try to embrace that or maybe dive into it a little bit more same thing goes with like the medical field you know back in the day so many people would get put into psych wards being called like schizophrenic this that and the third honestly yeah. i think a lot of people got like shoved into a box 
for having yeah. these abilities. You know, yeah. I don't think it was always schizophrenia. I don't think people that are talking about seeing people in the house were no. crazy. I think they yeah. really were experiencing that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's so weird that you said that about schizophrenia because my father was diagnosed with schizophrenia and he would literally see people like all the time, but he was not someone with schizophrenia who was like, couldn't function. He literally went to work every day. Like he would never even know this man even had it. Um, you would know he'd had bipolar more than he had schizophrenia, if anything. Um, but basically one night we were sitting on the couch and I said, dad, you know, I got to ask you like, what did you just see? Cause I saw him turn his head and look in the kitchen real quick. And I'm like, I want to know what you're really seeing. And he said to me, I just saw a man in a top hat and a black suit with a trench coat. And he walked into the kitchen, turned his head. He looked at us and then he turned forward and he walked right through the wall. And then about an hour later, we're watching TV still. And he starts kicking his leg and I'm like, dad, what's the matter? You, you getting frustrated and what's, what's going on? You know? He goes, you don't see this black lab right here? The black lab scratching my leg because he wants me to throw the ball and play ball, and I don't want to play ball right now. And I'm like, you, he's like, you don't see that? And I'm like, dude, I can't see that. Like, I, I'm sorry. I wish I could. That sounds awesome, but I can't see that. And he's like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. He goes, but I don't say nothing to nobody. He goes, because it sounds crazy. It sounds absolutely stupid, but he's literally, like, moving his leg like something's hitting his leg. And I'm like what are you doing? And I'm like, he tells me a black lab sitting there. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like, is there really a black lab sitting there? Or is this something psychiatric? You know what I'm saying? It makes me wonder. It does. Your dad's passed on. Yeah. My dad did. He did. He just passed on 2020. Okay. Well, love to you and to the family. No, thanks. First of all. Um, second of all, I don't think your dad was crazy at all. Yeah. No, he knew things that were going to happen after his death, like after not only his death, but like our family members' deaths that happened. And um, he knew what the family was going to do before it even did it. And it was like he had just a knowing and he was always right. And it was just so crazy because this man you would never think was always right. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly think your dad was definitely gifted and it, it unfortunately went in a different direction. And, and you know, he got labeled as such, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And no, that goes for many people, not just him. Yeah. No, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Well, hey, I wanted to say thank you so much for spending time with us today, spending an hour with us. I would like to have you come back on and tell more of your story if you're willing to come back on. Yeah, whenever you want. Okay, yeah. awesome. Thank you, Bianca. Appreciate it. So thank you so much for allowing us to have your time for today. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. have a Merry Christmas with you and your family. I think it's yes, a great yes. time of the year. Yes, you guys too. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah, of course. Beautiful. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Bianca. Have a great night. You too. Do I just hop off here? What do I do? Yeah, go ahead. You can leave. I'm going to put you in back. Go ahead. There we go. Oh, let's turn this back. Oh, that was awesome, man. So what'd yeah. you think, man? I thought it was an amazing episode. I thought that, you know, it was such a great conversation um, to have. And, you know, we've had, like I said, we've had mediums on before, but the way that she explained everything that she has for herself that she does is just absolutely amazing. It's something so yeah. unique that you don't hear of, you know? I mean, what was your opinion, man? No, a lot of validation of the, the stuff we've heard uh, from other mediums, the stuff we've experienced we, that we've learned from from talking to our guides through the spirit box, everything yeah. is 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 the same. It's all the same stuff from all these different people, and it just it just validates everything that that we're studying. You know, as as investigators, not not as a ghost hunter. I mean, we 
we're actually investigating trying to figure out you know how how we can tune in and and get everything in line you know yeah you know something that really stands out and like i said it earlier when she was on the on the screen about what she said about the holistic foundation of you know doing this type of intuition and working into you know with the other side and it was so crazy that she said about the red meat thing because me and you have had yeah. this discussion yeah. and i've said yeah. like all these slaughterhouses the way they kill the animals and stuff like that think about the fright think about the the way these animals feel they have consciousness to them and then that energy we're putting in our bodies and that energy is definitely affecting our energy in a way you know i mean just Dude, because we can't feel it in some ways i mean sometimes we do because we get cramps in the stomach feel like crap but you know what I mean? We can't always. I saw the craziest video on TikTok with this dog that would push buttons, and the owner started getting more buttons, and the dog was learning how to how to talk, and the dog would look in the mirror, and it says, "Who is Molly?" And the dog's name is Molly, and and the dog was actually curious as to what she was, and it was crazy, and I I was just like, oh my gosh. Like I want to teach my dogs to push those buttons and stuff now. Speaking of buttons, don't you, didn't you get a new toy you wanted to do something with? Right here. What? what? <laughs> okay. no, I had to. I had to. But anyway, thank you guys so much for checking out Talking with the Source. If you guys want, head over to your favorite podcast listening platform and check out Talking with the Source. We are on every single podcast listening platform. We stream live every week from our Facebook page, um, our Twitter page, also um, personal Facebook pages. We have over eight locations that we stream from, as well as Parapost Network Central on Facebook. If you haven't heard of Parapost Network Central, it's a place where we are having amazing vodcasts come on from paranormal to not paranormal. It doesn't even matter. If you have a vodcast or a paranormal podcast that you would like to come on and you'd like to bring your video show over to us, please hit us up at Parapost Network Central. We're always looking for new um, new, new shows. So thank you guys so much for watching. My name's AJ. Hey, real, real quick, AJ. Uh, so Chris is uh, getting a stent put in his heart on Friday. Oh. So yeah, good luck, man. Uh, love yeah. and light is with you. Uh, prayers are with you. And I want to say thank you to all our followers, man, because we only had uh, uh, three channels out of the eight up because it yeah. crashed before we started, and we had a continuous nine to ten viewer count. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Like and share with your friends. Um, yeah, let's close it out, man. I, I I just feel the love from everybody. So I think we did good today. Absolutely, man. And make sure you head over to www.mediumbiancarose.com. That's www.mediumbiancarose.com. Or check her out on all social medias at Medium Bianca Rose. So thank you guys. Until next time, we are talking with the source. What? <laughs>